That's how it starts. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. <sighs> and I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by the Minute, a podcast rewatching the film Batman v Superman and then dissecting it one minute at a time. We have reached minute 108. This minute technically begins on the mountaintop with Clark, but really uh, only does so, I'm going to say, so that we can open it with Clark's words, I miss you too, Dad, before we head to the real star of this minute, one Bruce Wayne. It's time to talk legacy. This may be the only thing I do that matters. 20 years of fighting criminals amounts to nothing. Criminals are like weeds, Alfred. Pull one up, another grows in its place. This is about the future of the world. It's my legacy. I remember thinking, oh, why does it end right be before he says, I miss you too, Dad? That would be such a perfect place to end. And then when I started watching this minute, I thought, oh, wow, that is, I think I referred to it as the Alan Moore page turn. Yeah. I miss you too, Dad. Reveal bruce wayne now uh we've shifted back to the husk of wayne manor no longer the home that it once was but um but we do get that ice cold shot of clark completely alone and then alfred also <laughs> i this might be the only parallel we get between clark kent and alfred yeah well i think it's interesting also because we have now this is the third of the orphan boys in the movie shot of them alone seeking guidance from their father whether it is literal or in the memory of or the legacy of and like what is the legacy of my father and how does that impact me does his legacy determine what where and who i should be yeah and jeez, uh, oh, this minute <laughs> wastes no time on that like like we previously had bruce walking to his mother's resting place uh which was like and towards in the slow camera. motion yeah through the field. Yeah, here we get Alfred in slow motion walking to the house, understanding that Bruce has gone there. So Bruce in his dreams has been led to his mother, to Martha. Now here he is awake and he has come seeking his father. But unfortunately, while Clark went to the mountaintop to it, it totally lost, totally lost and looking for some kind of lesson from the wisdom his father gave him. Bruce now thinks he's on a mission, <laughs> thinks he has a path, and the first thing he says uh, is, I'm older now than my father ever was. So, in, in one hand, there is nothing, there's no lesson he could teach me now. Yeah, I mean, he's literally saying, even if my father did have advice for me, it wouldn't have any bearing on where I have, it would only be telling me about things that have already happened to me. Yeah. And man, oh man, have I never in my life contemplated this core difference between Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. That Clark was raised to uh, high school age by a father who was nurturing and, and Bruce was just simply denied that. Like, it's the first time that I've thought, oh yeah, the Waynes died actually they were not old. Bruce was young. And and now to even, if you just slightly tweak Bruce's age, 
to be a bit older, you just end up in this place where, oh God, you know, that explains so much of who his character would be just yeah. different from Clark. Yeah. And, well, and, and what kind of memories would he even like Clark? He, he, sh- sure. He, he lacked a father figure in his like formative years, but he, he had like so much of the shaping of who he would be. He was there for. Whereas you look at the age that Bruce lost his parents, there's so many things that it's hard to imagine a child of that age like retaining any of those lessons, any of the the yeah. advice or the discipline or the anything from that. Like you wouldn't have started to tell him those things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just it it makes so much sense. And then you add in these layers of him saying. Well, what did what did my father have? My father had a wife and a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, this may be the only thing I do that matters. This is about my legacy because he doesn't have those. Right. Well, that's tying back to last minute. Yeah. And 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 my little tangent about at this time what the plan was for him and the whole idea of you are my world or she was my world and how imagine getting that arc with Bruce where. He does have a child, um, and his legacy ends up being saving that child, unlike, you know, uh, which Thomas Wayne couldn't do for him. And now look back on this moment and him saying, I'm older than my father ever was. This is my legacy. And how completely different like, this no, would look. man, you don't even realize you haven't gotten to the point where you will be where your dad was. Yeah. And, and had the closed fist and that Jonathan taught Clark. The world is a messed up place, but, or not even but, that was Clark adds the but. I found your mother and loving her and being loved by her is what gave my life direction and the same extended to you, obviously. Of course, you're my son. That was what guided, that was Jonathan's compass. It wasn't what was right or wrong. It was just what does the love for my wife and kid dictate I do, which led him to be conflicted. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course you saved those people on the bus. That's Jonathan who has a maybe pie-in-the-sky idea of right and wrong. Jonathan, who ate his hero cake while the Lang's horses were drowning, says, maybe, I don't know. Contrast that now with, uh, with uh, crucially, not, I miss you, son, mm-hmm. from Thomas. That is not here. It is, I miss you too, dad. And now we cut to Bruce, who is fatherless. The only memory he has is Martha. He's like, it's the closest thing that he had to some kind of expression of love from yeah. his father, well, but it's torturing And him look now. at the equivalent of Clark went looking for something, for guidance, and he found a, a, his father at the top of a mountain where he had a, what we interpret as a memory from an age that Bruce and, and Thomas were never reached that age where Thomas could give him a speech like that. Yeah, he doesn't have these memories. And then and then you also look at earlier in the movie when Bruce last time Bruce went looking for one of his looking for guidance from his parental figure, what did he find in the tomb of his mother when he went looking for inspiration or guidance or whatever it was was the demon in the dream they took me to the light, a beautiful lie. The lie is that it is not a a guiding light in the tomb of his mother. It is that it is the demon of the bat that has overcome him that is in there. And so now he's looking for guidance from his father. What does he have there? It's so sad. Obviously you let your family die. Like Lex has been 
has been laser targeting Bruce as well, right? And Bruce turned that into, I'm going to make my life completely my own. The world by, only makes sense um, if, you, yep. if uh, you know, maybe they'll say something about that later, but if yeah. <laughs> through, through great effort and control of your environment, you can cause your life to make sense. And maybe we'll yeah. find a more eloquent way to phrase that eventually. Man, and again, I'll go back to Scott Snyder's term. He turned his life into an engine of meaning. Yeah. No, a bad thing happened, but I'm going to spend my life trying to be the good, trying to prevent I guess in some way trying to do the bad thing that ends up being something good for someone well, else. In a narrative way or in a character arc, yes. But I think on a more psychological human level, really what he's doing is he is bringing meaning to something that is so senseless and devoid of purpose and meaning. Yeah. As a child, to see your parents gunned down, like you almost, you, you almost lose the, the, we've seen it in movies in Batman movies so many like everybody knows the story that it almost light loses the bite of the trauma of what actually happened there but at a at a an age like before he had the means to understand any of it he watched his parents die for nothing for a pearl necklace right and and so so it's not just an, an giving giving his life purpose but it is that has to mean something that can't have happened by freak chance. Otherwise, what is the relevance of anything? I mean, <laughs> now I'm just picturing Bruce up on that mountaintop <laughs> being like, you, you seriously didn't get what he was saying? Yeah. Where it's like, oh no, but what you're taking away from that is its own twisted thing. I mean, but again, he did that with his life and now through time and the machinations of Lex Luthor he has now arrived at a point where he literally says to Alfred, a war, a life spent fighting criminals was pointless. It was meaningless. This, may, this now may be the only thing I ever do that matters. Uh, line up those women that were held prisoner. Mm -hmm. Just the, the, the sadness in, <laughs> for Bruce, but also for Alfred. Yeah. To see that he is, Bruce has now fixated on this thing and thinks he has direction. Well, and you look at the type of guidance that Jonathan is providing to Clark, and sure, Alfred is a very different character from Jonathan, but I think it's very important to, to, to note Lex on the top of the tower in his orphan moment, uh, maybe that's what we'll call these, finds meaning and purpose in himself, or, or maybe not himself is even the right word, but he is, his father is very influential. He's got the globe of the earth, right? Where, which he, or the, the little ball, which he had back earlier when he was talking about his dad earlier in the movie. But it's very much this, like, I am overcoming and being better than. I don't need him. I am him. making I the have, world make and, sense yeah, and I've, by forcing it to. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he may have even killed his father, you know, is, is, a, is yeah. a, a very heavily hinted Master theory. of his own destiny yeah. here. And so he is not seeking advice from his father so much as almost mocking at how he has surpassed him. Yeah. And then you've got Clark goes searching for meaning and he finds Jonathan. And now you have Bruce standing here saying, I never had a father. Um, I, I am older than my father was. I mean, I had a father, but obviously, you know, I did, I didn't, 
grow up with a father. I'm older than my father, whatever it was. I, I don't have that guidance. I will never have that guidance. The only legacy that I can have, since I'm not following in his footsteps, is in doing this for myself. And then you have Alfred standing there right next to him. And like, look at the things he's been saying to him all movie. Yeah. How is that any different from the guidance that Jonathan tried to provide for Clark? I mean, it is such a father figure role, which I don't know that Alfred is necessarily hurt by this because he, his relationship with the Waynes was very, you know, loyal. I think maybe he would be ashamed of himself to like expect Bruce to treat him as a father figure. Um, but, uh, what I mean, what is it? The mask of the phantasm. I I diapered your bottom. You bloody well ought to, sir. Well, and it's I mean, it's it's fathers and sons, right? Like yeah. But but also with the magical thinking of orphan boys, Lex doesn't say it. Clark doesn't say it. But Bruce is finally like, okay, I'll say it. This is about the future of the world. Yeah. And weirdly, it is true for all of them. But I do find it funny that Bruce is still like, this has to be about my father. Yeah. I have to connect this to my father. So I'm going to go back and say, my father sat me down here, which would have had to have been, he would have had to have been just a, a child, like a five or six. Like how old could he have been? Yeah. Uh, when when well, which, Thomas and Martha Which calls died. into question his interpretation of what his father was. I mean, it's like, this is a memory I have. It's already a bit of a stretch too. I have no legacy. My father, I'm older now than he was. So I can't. Be, I can't pretend I'm continuing his. Yeah. Well, I guess we can't talk about what he what he says next, but... No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We only know that his father sat him down here and told me, and then the minute ends. Yeah. And we're left wondering, what did he... Did he say, you gotta love, treat Alfred right? <laughs> uh, don't do this, it's suicide. Criminals aren't like weeds. Yeah. They're a, they're a superstitious it's, and cowardly lot, but... Just the notion of Alfred standing there saying, a lifetime of crime means nothing. Like, trying to give him a North Star... Yeah. And him being like, see the good you've done. And, and, and he's like, no, I don't need fatherly advice. I need a father. <laughs> the, the fact that it, as the third part, they, they established the pattern of the orphans and their fathers being the kind of sequence we're in here. Um, I don't know. I guess there, there's only so many ways to say it. I just love the fact that they include Alfred in Bruce's moment to, because he's the only other person that literally has somebody there with him. And it's somebody that raised him his entire life. It's someone who cares for him. It's someone who uh, supports him. It's someone who has enabled him to do great things and gives has been giving him advice, trying to guide him throughout the whole movie. That's the it separates Bruce from all the others, but he hasn't been listening or has been ignoring it because he's been looking to this guidance from something else that he is fixated on. Boy. Bruce and Clark right now, if they went out and got beers, they would go to a dark place. Yeah. How do I decide? Like, I saved this person, but who knows what's going to happen? It would just be like, I mean, if you save them, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just, there's going to be more that it's not going to stop it. You're not going to save the world. And that's like, but I, I feel like I could. I, I do find it really interesting. I know I already referenced this quote several times, but how like Lex standing in front of his roaring fireplace in his in his dad's office maybe dad will come back if i just keep everything the same now we have bruce in the ruins of wayne manor but also like nothing is the same right it's like he has given up on the the magical thinking bruce doesn't even have that magical thinking anymore he has like he hasn't kept everything the same he's also standing in front of the mantle 
also thinking about his father and and his legacy in light of his father, but he did not keep everything the same and does not. My, when I was when I was a boy, my daddy sat me down here and said, you know, if you ain't first, you're last, <laughs> and then made that his entire. Oh no, I'm going to make that like the true secret to my legacy because it justifies the direction I feel now compelled to take. Yeah. Um, whereas his dad would be like, I'd no, I had, I, I hadn't started talking to you about a ton of stuff. I didn't get that chance. Well, and, and that's where I think the sort of nature of PTSD is really interesting because he, he would fabricate like if, like if he's got PTSD, he, he could literally fabricate or twist any memory he has to justify the way the, the threat that he, when you, when you have PTSD and you perceive a threat, you, your, your brain will, it applies the, like the, the cortisol or the, the, like the fight or flight perspective to everything, which taints the context of anything that you face. And so it could be a friend saying, Hey, calm down. We'll resolve this. Let's take care of this. I care for you. But if you are in that PTSD fight or flight mode, you will see that as they're trying to get me to lower my defenses. They're trying to trick me. They're lying because you're, that is just the chemical that is rushing through your brain. And he has given himself so far into that. Now this childhood memory of whatever it was that his dad He's told him beside Alfred, yeah, who knew them better than anyone, yeah, saying, "Yeah, you want to know? You want to know? What my father really wanted me to know, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, no, this is suicide. What you what you're trying to do here? It's it's the next minute of Bruce's. I think that we're gonna have a ton, yeah, to say with the actual imagery of. I mean. Good opportunity to, sh- to shout out the lighting and the staging of this scene with Alfred stepping in and Bruce is very cool. We've talked about how cool uh, Bruce being gray was. This is just still cool that he has like, Bruce is at his most Bruce yeah. when he is in this color palette. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I don't know how clear it is from the set, but I remember everybody kind of assumed that Wayne Manor had burned down. But, and I guess canonically it, it could be, it could happen you know, a variety of different ways, um, depending on, on what they want. If they decide to retcon it, I think I've seen it referred to differently, but it was not burned down. It was just abandoned. He allowed, yeah, this looks like it was just stripped bare. Yeah, he allowed it to reach this point through lack of upkeep, not because there was some disaster and he was forced to move out of it. Like in the dark Knight movies. Yeah. Where Bruce, you know, in there, Bruce goes to his penthouse because Raz al Ghul burns it down here. He leaves the family home and just lets it rot literally. And yet he still comes back here to like look for advice from his dad. So it's like he, he's talking about like the legacy of his dad, but this is clearly not something he was concerned about this entire time. Otherwise, he would have been here keeping everything the same, hoping that dad would come back. Right. Like that's such a that's why this that quote keeps on coming to my mind here is the 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 difference in. Like Lex's joke about the magical thinking or orphan boys and Bruce is like, oh, I was never under that delusion. <laughs> I was never under the delusion that anything I did could bring my dad back. He was sat down and told something by Thomas, but we won't find out what it is until minute 109. So until then, we are left uh, just kind of standing, staring alongside Alfred, observing this cool Wayne family crest, which we will dissect big time in the next minute. <laughs> yes. We have more leaves. We can confirm the return of leaves from the first opening Warner Brothers logo. <laughs> different manner, different Bruce, different point in the story. But um, on that uh, cliffhanger, as you all know, you can 
subscribe to us if you're not already. I feel like all of this is like, you should know by now, I should just say. But again, uh, let us know your thoughts on on this storyline along with Bruce. I feel like people might have different opinions than us on this uh, chapter in Bruce's life. And you can do that on Twitter at BVS by the minute. Support the podcast at patreon.com slash Snyder Minute. Let us know what you think. We'll be back with Minute 109 to talk more fathers, to talk American institutions of uh, wealth. <laughs> All the usual Yeah, things. exactly. Um, but most importantly, to help Bruce prepare to go hunting. I diapered your bottom, you bloody well ought to, sir. But, or not even but, that was Clark adds the but.